What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 48 of Day of Mezco with Big Salinas Barbecue. I'm Randy Salinas, joined by my brother, Junior Salinas. Uh, we got a good holiday special episode going for you. This is going to start our Thanksgiving uh, turkey talk. Without further ado, we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, first of all, thank you to our sponsors, which are Holy Smoke Spice Company, Prairie Fresh, Brothers Keepers Barbecue, uh, Mad Cow Cut Cutlery, and of course Meat Hugger. Um, so be sure to follow all of them um, on all the social media sites to give their products a try because they do make some amazing barbecue products. Uh, but let's get this barbecue show started. Hey, 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 Junior here. So last week we had the one and only Johnny Mags on there. We were talking uh, his pit reveal. Uh, we asked some questions around inside the pit about what was uh, some questions there. But we got a good, fun episode today. Uh, good poll that's been out there for the inside the pit. Uh, so let's get into it. Randy, what is your small business shout out? Uh, my small business shout out this week is uh, kind of a fairly new small business. Uh, if you know Joey Machado, he's been around the barbecue competition scene. He's been uh, running B&B, Blues Hog, with their charcoal line. He's now got his own uh, Texas Original Charcoal Company. Uh, so for running like the barbecue store, I know here in North Texas is going to be at Papa Joe's probably sometime this week um, or next week. Uh, but he's got a good uh, lump charcoal and briquette charcoal out. Uh, so be sure to check out Texas Oil Charcoal if you're in a barbecue store um, and it's there. Give Buy a bag. Give it a try. Uh, if you got a barbecue store near you that you think may be interested in buying it, uh, definitely reach out to Texas Original Charcoal Company or just tell that store to hit them up uh, to get that charcoal in that store. So that way he can we can spread that charcoal around the state of Texas and around the country. Uh, so you can get everyone hooked on that stuff. Uh, but that is my small business shout out. That's Texas Original Charcoal Company. What you got? I've got, we went there last night, me and a good buddy of mine. Uh, great uh, place, Cigars International in the Colony, Texas. Uh, great place. You can go out there, get you some cigars, drink you some beer, drink you some whiskey, wine, whatever it is that you want. We were out there last night, me and uh, Ed. Um, just kind of uh, having a good time smoking a cigar, watching the baseball game for a little bit. Um, but it was a great spot. They got a great knowledgeable staff. You tell them, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm into. Go for it. Uh, they've got everything you can think of uh, as far as cigars, sweet cigars, not sweet cigars. Uh, they are, again, in the Colony, Texas, Cigars International. The Colony, Texas, you can find them on Facebook or cigarsinternational.com. Just make sure you do that search to get to the Colony one uh, there because they are everywhere. But uh, it's a great business. Like I said, it was just a great experience uh, last night. So uh, definitely hit them up. Uh, plus, like I said, you got some good eating around there. So you can't go wrong. Go get you something to eat. Go over there, get you a beer, some whiskey, and a smoky cigar, and watch a game or something. Um, for the rest of the night. So that is my small business shout out, but let's get right into it. What have you been cooking? Uh, I haven't been cooking anything. Cooking nothing? You haven't cooked, I haven't cooked nothing. Uh, well, I cooked the, the, the fajitas uh, for your birthday, so you didn't bitch about it. 
Um, yeah, that's why I said <laughs> but he didn't complain about it. Um, he started it, and I knew, you know, he would have kept on cooking. It was going to turn out bad, or he was going to be complaining about it. I had to cook. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait, hold up. No, hang on. We're going to turn out bad. No, it wouldn't have turned out bad. It wouldn't have turned, turned out bad because he started drinking. He started getting off on top of and everything else. Uh, Texas game was on, so. Uh, but, yeah. But that's the that's, that's, uh, thing I cooked. I told you I could take over and you could go watch the Texas game because I didn't want you to miss it. And you said, no, I got this. So I, that game, I knew that game was over. The moment that I left this house and went to your house, I knew I knew we lost. Because <laughs> they are <laughs> not owing to when I go to your house, there's no more games at your house. So don't ask. Don't, don't bring it up. It is going to be a hard no. You're going to come over this weekend, right? You celebrate your niece's two-year-old birthday. I turned 42. My daughter turns two. All in a matter of a couple weeks. Uh, but I think you can leave before the game actually starts. It's, it's, it's whatever. Uh, Texas has got a young team, but we'll dive into that a little later. But uh, he did cook. He did do some of the things. I got the feet. I got it started. Got it. Uh, of course, everything was seasoned. We bought it preseasoned, stuff like that, just to save on a little time. So um, you can't do that by going out there and supporting your local meat markets that do that uh, for sure. But uh, overall, it was a good time, good experience, uh, birthday wise. Um, couldn't have asked for nothing better uh, on it. Great fun, great uh, laughter. Um, did some kind of minute to win the games, white elephant stuff that Chelsea come up with. It was kind of off the wall, but, uh, overall pretty fun. I haven't done any real cooking too, as well. I think I might throw some ribs on this weekend, maybe Friday. Uh, once we get back from the store, might go, cause I need to clean the grill. So why not go ahead and, uh, before cleaning it, do one last cook, then I can let it cool down, clean it for Saturday's cook, which is gonna be a lot of cooking yep. yeah, you got a lot of cooking easy cooking easy mm -hmm. cooking it's not hard to cook hamburgers and hot dogs it's not but when there's this many of them <laughs> and, and then it is and it's just kind of family that's what's sad about it we both have big families so uh but it is we'll see uh what else is going on new how uh you liking the job you liking this you wanna you ready to quit yet what okay i mean it's not bad uh you know, it's easy work. Uh, a lot of, you know, hot, sweaty, but it's very, very easy. Um, you know, so same old, same old. The job is a job. You got you know, to get paid somehow. I got to pay the bill somehow. Uh, somehow I was talking to you about someone at, with someone at work. Hey, if you got a car, if you got any kind of payment, you got to work. Uh, if you don't have a payment, then, yeah, certainly you don't need to work. But the moment you have a car payment, house payment, anything like that, you got you to gotta make some money. Uh, to you know, so you gotta work. Um, even if you don't want to work, you got you got to. Uh, so that you know, like I said, work is work. It's always gonna be. It's always gonna be a job. A job is a job. A job is a job for sure. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we're. I know you're trying to get the uh the barbecue thing. Maybe get a window put in that uh trailer. Uh, is all that still in the works? Or are you still trying to get quotes for that? Maybe somebody listening can help with the quote of that. Yeah, we're just getting quotes right now. Um, probably won't do anything until uh, beginning of next year. Just uh, uh, I know with the cold coming in, don't want to worry about anything yet. 
just kind of, you know, work on Thanksgiving stuff, Christmas stuff, and uh, save the money for that holidays, you know, coming up. And then after after the holidays, we'll see what we'll see what happens. So, but yeah, definitely just getting quotes on it. Uh, now, I, I wanted to ask you this because I saw it on TikTok. A person from L.A. said that L.A. barbecue is better than Texas barbecue. I think you might have even sent it to me. Uh, and then people have been roasting this guy because they're like, good barbecue does not need sauce on it. What are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts on the first comment? We know is BS. So let's, we won't even address that. Because there's, I mean, he he chose te- Texas's top three, period. I mean, I don't care what state you are. You got, you know, you other some other states that cook some good barbecue. I'm not going to lie. But what is your thoughts on barbecue sauce on it? If you have to drench it, is it really that good of barbecue that you're eating? Yeah, if you gotta have something on, if you gotta have barbecue sauce on a brisket, uh, that's not that's not good. Um, it's dry, probably for the most part. Um, the moment I, I I heard I thought he's you know it's he's stupid, uh, but watching his page, you know I've come across it several times, and most of his stuff it seems like it's just for uh, clout type deal, uh, you know. So I mean, just kind of. Take it and just laughed and it's kept on going. But some people that are coming up with some funny, funny stuff, you know, that's a. Hey, uh, if you want to roast someone for that, go for it. Uh, but sometimes, you know, when say say something, you just gotta take it as a joke and just keep on scrolling because it's most of the time that's gonna be what it is. Correct, and we've talked about that. I've told you I wanted to do that. Just post something for sure, clout, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to go down that route because you're gonna get made fun of. You're gonna get thing on it and so do you want to really is it really worth just you being uh tiktok famous uh on it for sure so um but we'll see but i do have this story to tell you uh we did attend a wedding on sun uh saturday this past uh saturday uh my birthday was a couple weekends ago on the 22nd um we did post a uh, go to a wedding and we had some barbecue um from the creek that's all I'm going to say. I won't say the first name or the last name, but it's in the middle. Um, so I'm sure you can figure it out. Eden was fine with it. We, that was, you know, how our very dry brisket, very bad uh, in all sense of thing. She actually, when we came home, decided she didn't feel well. She started, her tummy started to hurt on the way home. I guess the brisket she was eating settled in. And she actually, and this is a little disgrace, so for, I apologize. She threw up, not a lot, but she threw up literally a string of brisket that, like, never got processed. And I was like, this is, I picked it up. We had to change the sheets and all this stuff. But I was like, she just threw up brisket. She never has done that with Randy's. Never has done that with ours. Never did it even with my brisket. Uh, so that just kind of lets you know how bad it was. That when a two, uh, almost two-year-old doesn't like it, who loves brisket, by the way. Uh, she's a huge, she's a meat eater for sure. I uh, didn't like it so, but uh, the wedding was beautiful. We wish them all the best uh, to Lily and Austin, all the best and luck in the world. I know they were kind of handcuffed by who they could get to cater, which is a lot of those places when you do venues like that. But I digress. Uh, 
We weren't there for the food. We were there for the celebration. But let's get into this because I know you talked about Turkey Talk, and we can talk about it till we're blue in the face on it. Let's dive into Inside the Pit where we ask questions for uh, around the different groups that we are on Facebook, and we ask them a thing. I've asked this question today. I asked it on uh, the three, my three typical ones, the Texas Extreme Barbecue, New England Pitmasters, and then Uncle Steve's Shake Nation. Um and I asked the question, and of course we'll ask you first, Randy. How do you like your turkey? Uh, I like a dip turkey. <laughs> um, you know, I like it. I like it. You know, bought from the store. You know, dead. You know, <laughs> not with you know uh, feathers all over. Uh, but. If I had to pick one, it's going to be a smoked turkey. Um, probably just because it's, you know, fried turkey is, is great um, when done right. Um, but when you eat a lot of fried chicken, sometimes having like a smoked turkey uh, tastes, you know, a little bit different. I certainly if you want to do smoked and fried. I like we did last year. That one was definitely um, good. Uh but I think smoked probably brings out enhances the flavor of it with the fried turkey. It's like I said, it's good, but it is uh, you do taste a little more of the oil um, versus the natural juices of the actual turkey itself. That's my preference on it. But I'll go I'll, I'll either one if you give it to me. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, I like I like the fried turkey. That's my 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 thing right there. I do like it fried. Um, it's just something with it. Uh, as we go through over the next couple of shows, we'll go do some tips and tricks on these, uh, and we'll really go into it. Uh, but to me, I like a fried turkey. There's nothing. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'll have it smoked. Is great. Oven is great. Um, fried is the. I, I just love it. Um, for for sure. It's really. I don't know. I don't, it's just, I can't get it over the taste of it. If it's done right, crispy, juicy, um, just love it. But uh, I actually like it more than fried chicken. I like really fried turkey over fried chicken. So that just tells you where I stand on that thing. But I did ask it through, and we got some um, great on the Texas uh, Extreme Barbecue up to this point when we did our show. We had 26 votes, and 76% of the votes said smoked. Uh, let me see here. I'll share my screen for those on YouTube. Here, so just bear with me. Uh, like I said, it's 76% of the screen of the thing. Seventy-six percent said fried, uh, smoked. Twenty uh, percent said uh, fried, and then smoked fried uh, was the next one there. Um, so it was pretty good uh, from there. Having some technical difficulties, so bear with me. Um, as we moved closer to some of the answers we got in the comments on that, as uh, was anyway they'll cook it. Uh, it was always did say a smoke. You have to actually style. pull it up on the screen. 
uh, a smoked Cajun style one. Uh, I don't know which one it's. Uh, so we'll pull it up for him since he's having some technical difficulties. Um, so yeah, he asked whether if it was smoked, fried oven, um, and then in the New England Pitmasters, he ha had it as uh, 50% of it said it was smoked, 20% said it was fried, and then 5% said, oven. and then of course someone did say smoked, then fried for 15 minutes. Uh, that one was out of the New England Pitmasters. Um, and then the other one you said was Uncle Steve's. I got Uncle Steve's, and we'll just kind of go over it because, uh, like I said, we had some having some issues here. Uh, Uncle Steve's, a couple people added their ones. A uh, David Hawkins added in a pot pie uh, that got nine percent of the votes uh, on the Weber kettle. Um, got nine percent, and then oven was nine percent. Most of the people there liked it smoked at fifty three percent. Uh, fried was 20%. So that seems to be the overall winner is people love to sit there and smoke a turkey. Um, one, uh, one on the New England Pit Masters did say over rocks, talking about that wild turkey. Um, so and then you got some that says, hey, when you go to his house for it, you're going to have all three. So um, which is really good, really thing. Uh, different ways to cook it. You can always dive into it. Um, you know, people put a you know, you got the turduncan with the duck, turkey, and chicken. So people do yeah, add other stuff too, too much, too, too much mm -hmm. to it. But you know, maybe a tur chicken or something like that um, on it. We'd be interested to see. But uh, still got plenty of time. We'll keep the I'll, I'll keep an eye on those results for the next one. We'll see if the votes and go on. But uh, for sure, let's. But I want to go in. I know you asked. You've asked some some TikTok questions, so we can, we'll get to those here. Um, you said you liked it smoked turkey. What do you, what is your favorite? Like, what's your way that you like it to do it? I mean, it's the same way that we've done for chicken. Um, and I don't want to dive too much into it. Uh, Correct. You, know, you just, just kind of go over the same thing over and over and over. Um, so, I mean, if you want to listen to the, how we did it last year, you can go back uh, to the very first episodes, I believe, maybe in 2020, I believe. Yep. Um, and, you know, that kind of goes into the detail of how, you know, recommendation on the smoke, fried, and then I believe oven as well. Um, but if we're if you're going to cook a turkey, my preferred way is, you know, certainly brine it. Um, you don't need to brine a turkey because it is does come in its own brine already. Just like a ham, it's already injected with um, some water and stuff in there. Um, so you don't have to. It's not a must. Uh, but if you want to impart different flavors, you can brine it. Uh, Meat Church has some good one. Cosmo has some good one. If you have a good chicken brine, same thing. Um, so many different things you can do with it. Um, and then basically you're just going to season it just like a chicken. Um, I'd like to spatchcock it out just so that way it cooks evenly. Um, and, you know, you're just kind of smoking it till you get that 165 um, internal temperature. Um, all the way through, cook it all the way through. Um, if you want to sauce it, you can sauce it, uh, but you don't need to. You can just, you know, take it off, let it cool down, slice it, and it's going to be delicious. Um, like I said, you just get whenever you're cooking a turkey, you're just basically cooking a bigger, bigger chicken. 
Um, it is going to take some more time. So you, I do recommend cooking higher temperature, um, you know, 325 at least, um, just so that way you're not sitting out there for, you know, 10, 12 hours trying to cook that turkey at 225, 250. Um, if you want to do that, hey, go for it. Uh, but my experience is I don't want to be out there for more than, you know, eight hours. So I'm going to cook it. Uh, you know, like when I'm cooking briskets, I'm gonna put it on. You know, probably about four hours to go in that brisket, and put it on there, cook it, and you know, usually about three, four hours, it's gonna be done, um, depending on the size. Um, if you want to cook it whole, I believe Mags had had a what is it, turbo trusher? Um, I believe is what it is. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Um, going around on Facebook, you know, Mark Q, it was on Mark Cuban show, um, whatever that show is called. Shark Tank? Yeah, Shark Tank. Yeah. Um, if you want to cook it whole, definitely you can get, you know, buy one of those, and that kind of will help you speed up that cooking process, make everything cook evenly. Uh, but if you don't want to get to that process, you know, spatchcock it out is my recommendation on it. That's how, that's how I would do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I agree. We won't, like I said, we won't dive too much into it. We yeah. have. You can definitely um, go back to, I think, I do believe it was our very first episode. Yeah, um, one of the first, first one or second one. Uh, and you can check that all out. If you do have any additional questions, like I said, be sure, hit us up on social media and we will get those answered yeah. for you on it. And of course, be careful uh, because there is weather, you know, whether it's cold raining uh maybe we get lucky and it's it's good weather so you don't have to worry about it but be careful with it because stuff can go wrong so make sure you thaw it out uh for sure definitely uh, make sure everything is thawed out especially if you're going to fry a turkey thaw it out beforehand um usually like if you have i believe chicken or turkey is four hours per pound i believe is what it is um normally you can have it thawed out like if you're going to cook it on Thursday, um, Thursday morning for, you know, you know, first game, uh, you know, if you were cooking out for, you know, dinner on Thursday, whatever, whatever time you eat, um, you can have a thought out by Tuesday, brine it on Wednesday and then cook it on Thursday. Um, you can leave, you know, turkey out two, two days before it's even cooked. Um, it's going to be fine. Just make sure you have that refrigerator cold. Um, just so that way it thaws out slowly and then it doesn't, you know, start going bad on you. Because when you have it on a higher set, you know, setting, you know, let's say 60 degrees, it's going to start going bad. Yeah, um, for sure. So if you're not brining, definitely give it that full day to thaw out is what kind of little rule of thumb, what you're saying, uh, on it. So that's what I would do. Great tips there. Uh, as we're cooking, as you're doing your turkeys for your family. I know with ours, we are all about eating it all day. Uh, and so we have it ready to go by like 1130. We're ready for that first game, uh, that first kickoff. Um, so we're in a nice food coma during the Lions game because they always play first. Uh, and then we'll be ready to go come for second helpings, dessert helpings, once the Cowboys get set to kick off uh, in the afternoon game from there but like and he did say something too good uh as well uh as far as 
the frying of the turkey when you do it, you know, uh, make sure it's thawed out for sure. Uh, and when you put it in there, put it in slow. I see so many TikToks of people putting in too fast. Don't overfill it. Um, people have put uh, water in it. I've seen people do water first uh, and then put uh, the turkey, you know, still wrapped up and stuff like that. So they can see, okay, this is where it's going to come once the turkey's in. Uh, so they can, when they put their oil uh, in there, it'll be good to go from there. Uh, I don't know if he's online again. Randy, you got anything else? Yeah, we're having some technical difficulties. Both internets are not doing good. But if you do get this on the social media platforms on YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit that like button, hit that bell notification, regardless of where you're at, so that you can get this when we go live. Because we will do some lives uh, coming up, we will get live shows. We will do live little spot things as we hit the competition trail next year. Maybe when we start cooking some of these turkeys. I know we do sell them, uh, and we do like we love to deliver. So if you have your uh, orders, definitely hit us up. Uh, BigSalinasBarbecue.com will get you there. Um, I'll get you the prices. I think it's 55 for smoke 65 for fried. I could be wrong. I could have those backwards. We'll check with him. He had to, he had to bounce out real quick. So don't quote me on those prices yet. But uh, it, like I said, we will cook it. We will deliver it. We usually we have a bunch to do on it. Um, so definitely go hit those up. Hit those order hit products as well as we get to, uh, to, we get to the holiday season for that perfect grill master pit master in the makings if you don't know what to get them hit us up tell us what they like to do we can ask our fellow barbecue brethren out there uh all of those out there that love to barbecue we can definitely find you the perfect gift for your people uh but let's like i said we're going to keep going into this here uh into our turkey talk here i do have the thing the questions uh, as they come in, hopefully we'll get Randy back on here soon. Uh, but if not, the, the question out there, we will do it. Um, for our next one is, he did the whole, do you name your grill? Uh, was the one I want to jump in with him. He did a TikTok post, so check it out at Big Selena's Barbecue on TikTok. Um, and all the social media sites. And he asked the question, do you name your pit so that will be our next question for inside the pit is hey do you name them let's figure that out let's see who names them i know we name them uh he's got the uh the three amigos and dorothy i do believe is their name uh i haven't come up with one for mine uh yet my little weber kettle uh out there in the back but uh it's going to get some use this weekend i'm going to go ahead and get the the ribs out there thawing out um for sure so We'll hit that up, uh, make sure they're thought out this time, and I don't have to rush to get it. But uh, we will do that. So like I said, next episode's Inside the Pit. We're going to tease. He's teased it on Facebook, so think about it now. Do you name your pits, and what are they called? Uh, so he'll he'll dive into his thought process of what they are from there. But you got any other topics on Turkey Talk? Uh, turkey Talk? Um, let's see. 
I gave the tip about the the thawing out of the fried because uh, you do want to do it fast and slow. The watering on it, and again, we gave it a lot more detail in those first couple of episodes. But like I said, if you need help, again, hit us up. We'll help you out. Hey, show me what you're talking about. He's all about doing. A, he'll do a video if, if he can. It may not be right away uh, due to work schedules and stuff, but he, he'll he'll have a video or he'll point you to a video to to check out for that right information. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you, if y'all got uh, a good recipe that y'all like um, that y'all want to share, you know, let us know. Um, you know, whether it's you know, even if it's a, a side um, or dessert, um, what y'all's go to? How do y'all like it? Um, you know, what do y'all do with leftovers? Um, you know, I've seen people put it in, you know, pot pie, casseroles. Um, that's going to be the biggest kind of question is what do y'all do with the leftovers? Because there is going to be leftovers uh, for sure when you're cooking turkeys, whether you're cooking for you know yourself, taking home from family, whatever the case is. What do y'all do with those leftovers? And what's your go-to side? Uh, mine will probably be that uh, green bean casserole. Uh, that's probably my go-to on Thanksgiving. Um, and of course, you know, we're always going to have mashed potatoes and gravy. Uh, yeah, that's always what kind of the side I look forward to. Um, and then, you know, dessert wise, you know, probably, you know, that pecan pie. Uh, if we can get a homemade pecan pie, if not a good, you know, store-bought pecan pie. Um, I know your favorite is pumpkin pie. Um, that's always for me. Uh, that's always good to eat the, the next day. Uh, but that, those are my go-to. What's your go-to? Uh, I think you stole them. Uh, homemade. We had it last year, if I'm not mistaken. A homemade pumpkin pie. Uh, Mom hadn't done one in a while. She she does them amazing. Uh, I do love me a, uh, a pecan pie. I'm sorry, not a pumpkin pie, but pecan pie. A pump. Yeah. Um, pumpkin pie is my favorite uh, for sure. You know that I'll eat. I'll have days you get one or like take it with you, and then I go somewhere else and like take it with you. And I'm like, do these people forget? This is probably not the most healthiest thing for me, but it is what it is. I'm gonna eat it. Um, Sidewise, for me, has to be this. I love stuffing. And Chelsea does some chicken stuffing that she does here. So I think the stuffing put a little gravy on top of it. Mix it all in together. It's great. It's awesome. Um, for sure. Um, dessert wise, of course, like you said, the pumpkin pie, pecan pie is the go to. Put some whipped cream on it. And you're good to go. Uh, but, you know, like I said, with us, I know we start eating at about 11 30, 12. We try to get our first meal in before kickoff or right at kickoff of the first game. Um, so we're in a nice food coma by halftime. Then we yep. dessert a little bit. Cowboy game kicks off. It's time for some round two, so to speak. Uh, and then when their game's over, usually it's around uh, three. So we we tend to eat pretty much all day uh, on it and sweets and stuff. And uh, it'll be exciting for sure. And, and can't wait. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Uh, we do have some. We do some games in there. I think that's one of the things I love uh, that we'll do. We'll play some games and stuff. You know, after the Cowboy game sometimes because I know. The whole Black Friday shopping experience has kind of gone down a little bit um, now that they're opening back on Friday. On Friday, yeah. <laughs> I have to work this Friday, uh, which is the first time I've had to work a Friday after Thanksgiving, and I don't know how long—four years, uh, five years. Um, so 
it's just something I have to do. Um, too many people took off, beat me to the punch, taking it off in May. Okay. Uh, May and June, by the time I tried in July, realized what they were doing, it was already too late. So, um, but yeah, my, my favorite thing, uh, you know, like I said, I love the whole thing. I'm, I'm, I'm with mags on it. I could do turkey all the time. A good turkey is, is good. You know, a fried turkey, like I said, it's my favorite. I don't have it there, so I tend to kind of eat that. Um, I'll never forget, you know, some of the Thanksgivings that we've had. We'll share our memories again probably on it here uh, on the next one. Go down memory lane and, and ask it. But uh, some pretty good topic questions. I'm interested to see what people do with it with the leftovers. Uh, I'm going to ask that. That'll be our Inside the Pit. We'll have a two-part question next week uh, for sure. Um, but it'll be fun. I can't wait. We'll see. Uh, and again, what were the prices on the or where were the prices of the turkeys that were selling? Let's go ahead and I've asked, threw it out there. I thought it was 55 and 65, but I don't remember if it was fried and then smoked. I think which one was before the other. Um yeah, I mean, hopefully it we're hopefully we can charge 55 for uh smoked and 65 for fried. It's all gonna be kind of depending on prices. Um so I mean I'm not really 100% sure on it. If you get in and now and it's, you know, we tell you 55 or 65 and we lock it in, then that's what it's, that's what it's going to, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Um, I know some people that always kind of do it now are charging, you know, $80, $100. Um, we don't, I don't ever want to go up on it. So if I have to um, not make a profit, just to, you know, make sure y'all have a good meal, that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. Correct. So yeah, fifty-five, sixty-five for fr uh, smoked and fried. If you want ham, brisket, whatever it is, just let us know. Uh, you know, just hit us up on Facebook um, or email us, whichever one of those two. Yeah, and, and do it today. I know we've already got some orders in uh, already, so um, definitely get those orders in right now, so we can go. Plus, we can go look for. It gives us a chance to go kind of look for this turkey prices. Get so we can make sure we can lock it in before we just they, we go see him and then we're like oh crap we're really you know <laughs> we're, we might be taking the l on this one but that's that's what we want we don't want, we want to make your thanksgiving with you and your family uh special and then not hurt your pocketbook as much as everything else hits your pocketbook so uh yep. should be should be good times uh get those in and of course if you want something else cooked for thanksgiving we can do that as well i've seen people order briskets on it uh, yes, so. yes, yes. <laughs> order brisket last year and this year we're gonna ha have another customer ordering a turkey and uh, ribs. Um, you know, so you, like I said, if you want something different, definitely. Um, I know previous years, uh, Bill and Carrie has always kind of ordered you know brisket and sausage and a turkey. Yeah. Um, they're in Tennessee now, so that that customer is gone on Thanksgiving. That'd be a heck of a drive, a heck of a delivery yeah. fee. There'd be a delivery fee on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in the past, you know, you know, that's you know what people have wanted. I mean, like I said, we'll cook anything, um, whatever it is. You know, if you want us to cook all the sides, we'll cook all the sides and deliver it. Um, you know, you just have you just have to let us know what you want, how many people you're cooking for, and we will definitely get you that price, and then we'll go from there. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. And uh, I think the delivery on it sometimes, you see some people we've delivered these turkeys and they can't help but peek up and open it up and yeah. grab them a, a little piece because it smells so great. Uh, and and uh, 
it's going to be great. It's going to taste great. We've always had good reviews on it. And of course, like I said, if you order anything from us and you're not happy with us, let us know. Only way to get better. Um, so we take our very seriously. We want to make get it better, make it right with you and your family. So that's what I have for Turkey Talk on this uh, Inside the Pit. Uh, like I said, great poll question going on. Uh, smoked seems to be running away with it. Everybody loves that smoked turkey, and there you can't go wrong with it, uh, as well. I mean, because it's so good, so juicy if it's done right, um, yeah. for sure. Um, but there's so many different flavors of the thing you can get with that smoke in there. It would be, I don't see how you could really do wrong on it, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, but that's definitely that's what we had for Inside the Pit. I uh, said, so if you have any questions on it. Uh, maybe there's a question you have for us. Let us know that. Let us know uh, what you do with those uh, leftovers. Um, so we can discuss that next next episode on episode 49. Uh, that'd be good. That's going to be some good talk there. Uh, maybe we'll come out with some crazy ideas that we may try uh, on Black Friday uh, while we're eating leftovers that next day. But let's dive into Around the Pit, where we talk about everything around the pit uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right, right into it because it's been on my mind. We've been wanting to ask you before we get into the Cowboys talk. The NBA, we saw uh, Steve Nash get fired. Uh, and I had a question. So you have Steve Kerr. Steve Nash and Jason Kidd, all three former point guards, all left, you know, great teams. Uh, what is the difference between those three head coaches and why one of them is no longer a head coach? Team wise, that you can see, this is what this is was a bad situation in your mind. Uh, let's see, let's, let's break it down this way for you. Steve Kerr, great mind, great philosophy but he's got talent <clears throat> but he's got the talent and he knew how he knows how to corral it to make it work together he's got the big he's got the off the wall and Draymond green but when he needs to he can channel it down bring him in there to, to, to make it work uh so he can do it jason kidd i think is still learning his thing on it he's coached uh some other places and they've been kind of successful he's got luca and some talent here if he can keep it corralled and get it corralled, headed in the right directions, but I think they are. Uh, who knows what will happen with that? Jason Kidd, unfortunately, had. You mean Steve Kerr? I mean, no. Steve I mean, Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Yeah. Steve Nash, unfortunately, had Kyrie Irving, uh, which he was not going to be corralled. He's not the he 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 fought against. He wasn't going to get vaccinated. Um, and so he could only play away games last uh, one year and only play that and really was hurting his team. So they could never get to jail. They could never get to do this. Um, Kevin Durant's not that leader that you need uh, out off the court. Uh, he leads by example on the court, but he's not that, Hey, come on, Robert, let's get together. Come on, make them do it. Like I think, you know, a Luca is, or even a, a Steph Curry is. Uh, and I think that was uh, Nash's big problem with it was he just could not get them to be on one page. And when you have somebody that outlandish, this even says what he has said, and I'm not going to repeat it, 
uh, because I don't want to get it wrong or anything like that because it is very controversial. And I do agree with Charles Barkley and some others. He should have been suspended for putting down a whole race of people um, because it's discrimination, whichever way you look at it. Um, But it is what it is. He had to deal with, I think I said, with Kyrie Irving, LeBron couldn't even get, they won a championship together and LeBron couldn't deal with it. Uh, And you see what LeBron's dealing with now and Russell Westbrook. So I think that was his huge issue that Nash ran into was just couldn't get them to mesh as a team um, to be what I think they could have been. They could have been something great. Yeah. I I definitely agree with that. He's, he was basically put in a bad situation this year, uh, you know, with Kevin Durant saying he didn't, he wanted him gone. He wanted this person gone, that person gone. Kyrie not wanting there, be there. You know, Kevin Durant wanting out. He was basically, he was basically stuck in the middle of uh, how long am I going to be there? Um, so he's definitely not a bad coach. He was just in a bad situation. Um, I think if you put him on, you know, with – on the Mavericks or, you know, on uh, the Warriors, I could see, you know, him still being there. Um, if you put any of those other two coaches with Brooklyn Nets, they're probably in the same situation and going to be gone. Um, so he's definitely not a bad coach. It's just a bad situation. Um, you know, it, it's just a complete mess there. Um, but, you know, that's kind of uh, the question that i kind of been pondering is why, why all of a sudden now, um, he, you know, him getting fired and all this talk of, you know, he's not a bad coach. He was a bad, you know, he's a bad coach, bad fit. Uh, shouldn't have been hired in the first place, but it's like, wait a minute, is it he a bad coach or just a bad situation? Um, bad team, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but we'll definitely see what happens with them going down to see, you know, who they get to be the next coach. Um, you know, what, what happens from here? Uh, be interesting to kind of see. Um, but, you know, then we'll dive into some Cowboy talk. You know, another topic is kind of we've been, you know, we're kind of talking about is and now everybody's saying it. Uh, big talk is now Paul needs to start. Zeke needs to, needs to sit out. Um, and someone went through so far as saying Pollard needs to tell Zeke when he can get the ball. You have to go to Pollard first for Zeke to touch the ball, which I think is stupid. Um, you watched the game. I didn't watch the game. I just watched highlights of it. Uh, what's your what? What was your thought on about Pollard? And should he get more touches? Should he be the starter quarter starting running back this year? Um, what, what's your thoughts? Um, should he be the? I could give. I could get on board with be, him being the starter. Um, I heard the comments of the, I forget who it was that said Pollard should be asked he, that he's got this right now. He's got, he's done it. He's has he looked better running the ball than Zeke? Yes. But at the same time, whoever the, what was it? Davis, I think was the third string guy or somebody else, the rookie guy that was there. He was a, he was a bruiser like Zeke and he was wearing him down and he got his fair share of touches. So I don't have a problem with the way they've been running it two-headed monster, it's still going to be, and I we told this around that, and I hated to admit it, and I'm admitting it now again, and it hurts my soul. It really does. To admit that you were right, that Pollard, okay, and, and, I, and I give this to the people, let him be the everyday, let him be the down, leave Zeke on the bench, let's let Pollard do it, and then when 
Dak's getting killed because Pollard can't pick up the blitz. Those linebackers are running over him. Then you're going to do what? Well, wait a minute. We need to put Zeke. Well, you can't just put Zeke out there on pass situations to block. Yep. You're going to have to give him some ball. You got to disguise it. So I don't think is Pollard that guy that can carry the load and then pass block and be out there every down. No. Uh, and I don't think they need him to be. Just give him what he's given. I, I, I'm all for giving him his 15 to 20 touches, giving him some more chance to run the ball, but at the same time, give it to Z. When they're on a goal line situation, and it was, they give it to Z. Now, when they were short, a lot of times, you, like you said, you watched the highlights, but there was times when they were short. They were running quarterback sneaks. They were running somebody in motion, giving it to CD Lamb or running – an option play or yeah, something to, because they had to get cute with it. Cause they couldn't just the hand them the ball, run behind, you know, Zach Martin and get the first down. They couldn't do it. Um, so that they would. And I think that's what Jerry's alluding to is like, Hey, we yep. still need him. And this, now you're not going to pay him what he's going on. I think Zeke knows he's not going to get that next. He's not going to get a big time contract. Tony Pollard. I don't think he's going to get a pick. Tony Pollard is going to do what DeMarco Murray did. Hear my word. He's not going to get what he thinks he wants from Dallas. He's going to go leave and be the feature back somewhere for one year, and he's going to be off in the wind. Nobody's going to know. Tony Pollard was better here. DeMarco Moore was a beast here, but he wanted to go to greener pastures, go with the Eagles, and be that every down guy. He didn't want to be a part of a two-headed monster, and look what happened to him one season, and he was out of the NFL. Um, And that's good. You know, they forget the scheme of it. I'm okay like this, uh, not this Sunday, but when they play the Packers in, on the 13th, I'm all for them starting Pollard. Okay, cool. Start Pollard. You don't have to start Zeke, uh, but put Zeke in, let Zeke, you know, share the load, run it 25, 30 times, give P- Pollard a little bit more and go from there. Yeah. I mean, and here, and here's the thing that I, that I was kind of laugh at. Uh, if you want Pollard to be the starter, cool. Uh, but are you prepared to set a, a twelve million dollar running back on the bench be, because you want the other guy to be um, a backup? No, it's the same thing. If you know Cooper, if Cooper Rush would have balled out, were you going to sit him? Were you going to set your forty million dollar quarterback on no. the bench? Like no, you have to start your running back. Whoever you pay the most money, you have to start him. Just like Demarcus Lawrence, when we said he got paid, didn't do anything, they kept playing him, and much to our dismay, and now all of a sudden they have Mark Micah Parsons, and now you're seeing the re the reemergence of Demarcus Lawrence on this defense. You're starting to see his value again because now some of the pressure is off. Zeke has even said it, you know, um, he know he he knows now he doesn't have to be the every down every down back. He can, uh, you know, go out there, be be the running back. He he can be, and then comes Pollard, who's able to hit those home runs and change that game, change the pace on it. That's what this cowboy this cowboy offense needs. And to the comment you said about Demarco Murray, I had that I have that kind of feeling as well. <laughs> is 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 Tony Pollard a product of the Dallas Cowboys and the system? Or is Tony Pollard just that elite running back that we've been missing? Uh, and, you know, you take a look at running backs and Emmitt Smith is Emmitt Smith left. 
right? You had DeMarco Murray had, you know, 1,000-yard season back-to-back, right? Everyone loved him. He left. And then who came in and had, you know, a 1,000-yard season right after him? An old washed-up running back that we didn't think can do it, but because of the system, you saw Derek Manf- Darren McFadden come in and have this great running game. So we've seen this we're running Cowboys being able to plug this running game in because this is this is the get Garrett offense that's run for, run first, pass second when you need to. I think that's what the Cowboys have seen and are going to. Yeah. It's true because McFadden even broke some long runs on there. Yeah. And they're like, look, he's now he's showing this. And what happened? He wanted to go get paid again, and he never mounted anything. Yeah, a lot it. of it, and, and that's where you look at it even from a college going from high school to college is these kids don't go into the right system. And so they're, they're forced to change their system. And are they, they fit into it, and then they go to the NFL, and it's not the right fit for them, so they yep. go somewhere else ball out, then go try to get paid. Well, I can do it now. I got the league then. No, it's called you were in that product of that right system yeah. at that right time. Uh, you, not everybody can be, you know, uh, take the system with you like a quarterback can. If you're in the Brady status, the Aaron Rodgers status, whatever, you can sit there and go, hey, I'm going to come to your team, but we're going to run this offense because I'm more accustomed to it. That's yeah. one thing. But for running backs in this league, this day and age, you're not going to do that. Uh, and it showed even with Emmitt Smith when the system changed to a different offensive coordinator, they run it more in that same offense. His production started to go down as well. Um, yeah. But uh, he still was able to, you know, hit a thousand yards in longevity. But, you know, nobody yeah, will read that record. Yeah. And then the question that the other question is can, if you can Paul or start, is can he, can he handle more than 20, 20 carries? Can he ha- handle that grind? of getting the majority of, of those carries, getting hit more times than what you're, what you're, what you're accustomed to. Um, but what I would like to see is the Cowboys going to Zeke and saying, hey, we want to keep you. We want to keep Pollard. How about us restructuring your contract so that way you can take less and we can afford to keep Pollard? Because if – if everyone goes about if the Cowboys go that everyone wants the route that everybody wants, and they want to cut Zeke after the year and be done. Are you prepared to pay Tony Pollard big time money that it may cost you to do it? Are you, are you willing, more than willing to pay, let's say, $15 million a year? For a guy, he may or may not be able to handle the everyday grind. There's, there's a saying. And especially in the NFL, uh, the most popular player is the backup, especially at the quarterback position now. at the So Pollard's going to be – and I've heard arguments, like you said, I heard somebody say on the radio just yesterday that Pollard should get 30 touches a game. Okay, fine. But when he gets hurt, because I don't think he's going to be able to withstand it. It's like that backup quarterback goes in, he looks good. Well, why didn't the Cowboys do this or why didn't this team do this all – because they didn't game plan to stop the backup. They yep. game plan to stop the starter. When people start to game plan to stop him, then watch how the tides are going to turn. Because Zeke has looked really good this season. He's gotten close to, I believe, breaking some long ones um, as well. He's done some cuts, some jukes that are like, 
wow, I haven't seen that yep. since your rookie year. So he's looked really good. He's gotten focused. You know, I'm for it. Get him to take less money. Let's sign y'all. Let's sign, keep Pollard. Let's keep this monster going in the backfield. And let's keep doing what we have to do. Um, and I think Zeke probably knows that, that he's not going to go anywhere. And if he goes somewhere, he's going to go to probably Washington or something, and he's going to not get paid what he's going to get paid. You might as well stay here where you're comfy. Yeah, he's got a good system. I think he knows he's going to end up – if he leaves, he's going to be up, end up still sharing the carries. Um, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, gone – no more of these, you know – when Derrick Henry retires or is done, those days of us seeing, you know, Derrick Henry type, Adrian Peterson, Emma Smith, Barry Sanders, those type running backs are always every every damn guys are gone. You're now seeing these two-headed guys where you have a guy like Zeke that can come in, hit people in the mouth, get those short yardage, you know, four or five yards at a time, maybe potentially bust at 20, 30 yards, and then you'd see guys like, you know, Pollard, Eckler come in and, bam, they're hitting big runs, you know, back to back to back to back because he, the defense is wearing down when Zeke's in there. And it's kind of like I always told you, when you look at the defense and when Zeke's in the game, what are they doing? They're playing up because they know, hey, we got to stop Zeke. We got to make Dak beat us throwing the ball. So if you come out and you come out throwing it deep, you're going to back up those guys for for – Zeke as well as Pollard. So now they're able to hit 15, 20 yard runs at a time. And that's what you're kind of seeing with Pollard is the backing up. And now all of a sudden, bam, he's hitting these big runs, making guys miss. Um, and then when they play up, is he is he able to handle that that blitz? Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he's able guys are able to can get everyone in the box and he's able to hit it out to the outside. Um, there was a couple throwing downs this past game as I think about it. That they helped him. Uh, he didn't have to make. He didn't have to be the main blocker. He wasn't forced to let me pick up somebody. He had somebody uh, chipping. He had somebody chipping to help him, and then he would go and block him. But it, how many times have we seen that somebody comes right up the middle and Zeke's looking to the outside? Then out of nowhere, he sees it and he goes and makes that block yeah. to basically save his quarterback's life at that point. Um, so it, it is what it is. Like I said, if you want to start him, okay. People that need to just calm down. Uh, and, yeah. and take a breath. <laughs> if you want yeah, to start him, okay. Problem. This is cool. a great problem to have, uh, for sure. Um, and then the other kind, of, the other question I had for you is, what was your, what was your thought process going into the trade trade deadline? Did you want the Cowboys to make a move for a receiver, um, or are you happy with you know what we got? I was. I was torn. I'll be honest with you. Um, people have thrown the name Odell out there that the Cowboys may try to be a player in that. Uh, and but you know, people are saying you know Brandon Cooks and this and that, but he gets paid eighteen million dollars. I'm not the biggest fan of Brandon Cooks. I will admit, I think you know we have Tolbert Brown that can kind of fill in that slot position. Uh, Tarpon, they used him on a couple end of rounds, put him out, give him, let him run a slant route. Dude, if he runs a slant round and you have him against a linebacker, it's catch the ball by Felicia. See you later. Because no yeah. linebacker is going to be able to keep up with him. Put him in positions to get it. I don't think you necessarily needed to make a trade for it. Um, I would have been okay maybe them going when I saw um, 
what is it, Hawkinson or Hawk from Detroit, the tight end? Yeah, TJ Hawkinson. I would have been okay with the Cowboys maybe going after something like that. Um, but they have a tight end by committee here too that seems to be working pretty good. Uh, Schultz, I think, has gone after this season. He's they're not. There's no point in re-signing him long term. Yeah, they got when you they got two young Hendershot and Ferguson. They they yeah. can do the job um, just as well. So uh, I you know I couldn't think of anybody who I would want them to go trade for. Um, the only position was receiver, and I was like, I'm okay if they don't. It would have been nice, you know, maybe go out there and get like a Bradley Chubb or something. People that moved. Let's really go after this defense. Let's make our defense yeah. that much better. It's more what I was leaning towards than receiver uh, because I think we can get by with what we have offensively for sure. I mean, we put yeah. up 49 points against a pretty – Yeah, I think if they were going to they were gonna make a, uh, another trade, I think they, were, they had to go cornerback um, to kind of help because, uh, you know, their, their second corner got hurt for the year. Um, you know, there's a kind of a question mark of um, whoever number six is is getting beat, get, getting beat. Ah, uh, Wilson. Wilson comes on a he comes on a lot of blitzes. He's your he's your nickel, and uh, then they got Brown, um, a different another Brown. They got like four players with Brown on yeah. this team, so it's really hard to to identify defensively. Yeah, to, to um, <laughs> that's, that's where I thought I think, they could have went was was corner. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm happy they didn't get Brandon Cooks because, yeah, I mean, you're trading around, you know, I'd say a second-round pick, third-round pick for, um, you know, $19 million guy um, just for one year, um, you know, makes kind of no sense. Um, you know, if they're going to get another young receiver, definitely just get it in the draft. Uh, I'm not opposed to that at all. Uh, but, I mean, I'm happy what, what we got on offense. I mean – Offense, you know, right now you're running the ball, um, so you're trying to keep Dak healthy, trying to keep him, uh, getting him back in the rhythm of of everything. Um, you know, that's what people kind of forgetting. Yeah, we're running the ball, um, but don't sleep on the passing. Um, I think that's going to open up as he gets more used to getting back into the rhythm of, of game time. You know, game management, throwing the ball and everything like that. Um, but you know, I was kind of happy to see you know the first four drives they did go down and score a touchdown. Um, now, granted, they did manage to, you know still going to halftime. What like you know, seventeen points that they allowed? Because you uh, made that yeah. there. Yeah, um, it was a man. And lucky it wasn't. It would have been really if they had scored a touchdown. I mean, we held them to three. Um, no way should it, shape or form should that a game got as close as it did at one point. Uh, but. You know, I know you've seen the replay of it. My, pa- Parsons running in, gets held the whole time, double team, then goes back to track down the guy, the gets the fumble, and, and ends up returning it for a touchdown. Yep. Uh, so that's just like a hustle play, and that's what he brings. He's out there. He's giving it all he has. Uh, and it gets it's it's frustrating when he's off on the fight because you want him to play every down, but even he needs a break. Give him a break here and there. He's yeah, coming off some injuries. So. Yeah, they're saving him for, for the playoff time. I mean, I think they know right now Cowboys are going to get in the playoffs barring something, you know, a meltdown. Um you know, that's just the you know what I think they're looking at. So they're trying to manage his pitch count, manage Zeke, manage Pollard, so that way they can go into the playoff time healthy, 
So that way you don't we don't have to run into those issues. Now, if they go out and get Odell, um, you know, towards the end of the season, you know, cool. If you want to make that run towards, you know, having a chance, another dual threat um, come playoff time, great. Uh, but the question is, how many games are you going to have him for the regular season before it? Um, I think, you know, maybe four games tops is what they're saying. December 4th is what when he might come back or be yeah. 100% healthy. Um, if he chooses the Cowboys and they want to go out and do that, hey, I'm all for that kind of, you know, play. Because um, I think right now is probably the probably the last time, but, you know, r- really last good chance that we got. Um, and then seeing what the Eagles are doing, you know, defensively, they're going to be uh, good defensively, but offensively, I still think, you know, you shut down that running game, force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball, and I, I, I think you got him beat. Um, that's just that's just the way I think it. Like that the way I think that it's gonna go. Uh, but I think it's gonna. I still got my prediction: Cowboys, Bills, Super Bowl, Digs on Digs. <laughs> It'd be a good game for sure. Uh, I, I agree with you on the um, the the Eagles. Um, they do run the ball better than anybody. He threw a little bit here, and they were doing dancing and this and that because AJ Brown. Uh, so he's trying to show that hey, we we're unstoppable. But uh, I think once something negative goes down, then it's going to change. Then it will um, something else will go wrong. Uh, then you know it'll snowball. But we'll see. Like I said, I I think we go in. Their schedule's a little too favorable for me to. Um, to say that the Cowboys can win the division, uh, we'll have to beat them, of course, and then we'll have to get somebody else to beat them um, to, to have a shot at it. But I think we can definitely get into the wild card. And then uh, from there, like I said, give us a shot at it. Um, and we'll go from there. I mean, we're, I th- either way, I think we're going to have to play all three games anyway. So, Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, they're still not running away with everything because, I mean, Everyone's kind of right there. Um, that's what. That's what's so. What's kind of funny is they're still right. The Cowboys are still right there, nipping at their heels. As much as they don't want to admit it, they're still right there. Uh, all it's going to take is just one kind of. Mis- you know, they lose one game. Um, you know, let's say they. You know, they lose to whoever it is, the Giants. Um, that could very well start their downward spiral of. You know. You just once you make that those Eagles fans mad, that's it. Uh, kind of like you know those Philly fans. Once you make them mad, you know that's it. <laughs> Getting into the, those Phillies and Astros before we you know end this episode is who you got winning the series. Uh, I'm gonna go first. I know you're probably think you're torn. Uh, you may not like my decision. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Phillies. I just want to see Bryce Hopper win one, uh, and I think it'd be kind of funny to see the Astros make it to the World Series again, just to lose yet again. Um, I think that that'd be funny. Uh, but you know, either way, whoever wins, you know, more congratulations to him. But um, you know, secretly I'm rooting for for Phillies just because of Bryce Harper. Uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to see him win one. <laughs> Uh, no. My pick is the Phillies as well. Uh, the Astros fans, uh, there's something about a cocky fan base. You just want to see them miserable and lose. Um, 
People get mad at the Cowboys fans. Oh, they think every year is their year. Every year is their year. Every year is their year. Well, aren't you supposed to think that as a fan base? I'm sorry for these fan bases that don't think that the cheer for the Houston Texans or cheer for the Lions or cheer for whoever. I guarantee you, Steelers fans think every this is their year. They thought, hey, we're we're cup, we lost Big Ben, but watch what we're gonna do. Same thing with the Rams, same thing with the Bills, same thing with the Raiders. The Raiders big time think everything. And there's nothing wrong with it. Uh the Yankees. This goes on and on and on and on, right? You should always think your team, this is our year to win. And they get mad at us for doing it, but hey, okay. We both have that faith, no. We okay. Now there's been years that they we've we have and they say every year, no, during those Campo years, we knew Chad Hutchinson and the group and and Drew Hinton, they weren't going to come in. They weren't going to lead us to no Super Bowl. Uh-huh. We knew that. We were hoping for improvement. And that's what I was getting into the guy with the one on TikTok checkmate, dude. He was talking trash about Florida State. And I was like, dude, I'm not looking for them to go to a, a, a playoff this year. I want improvement so that yeah. next we got these recruits coming and I can feel better about it every year when we get back to that level. Uh, for the Cowboys, I think they should be on. They got a great defense. I was a little upset they got rid of Cooper. You see what he's been doing. I wouldn't have touched the receiver core. I wouldn't have touched the offense. I would have loaded up on the defense and let's go after a Super Bowl. But uh, we'll but uh, let's wrap this thing up. You got any final thoughts, Mr. Randy? Uh, final, my final thoughts again. Check out Texas Original Charcoal Company. Uh, if you're looking for some good charcoal, um, something different that you want to try out, uh, give theirs a try. Texas Original Charcoal Company. Um, I'm all for, you know, trying different charcoals, you know, trying to see what you like. Um, just don't follow what everyone else is following just because, you know, they recommend a product. Give it a try for yourself uh, and see which one works best for you because not all the charcoals are created the same, just like not all briskets are, um, or meats in general are the same. They're all going to be different because um, every animal is raised differently. They all have different genetics and all that kind of stuff. And you kind of dive into everything. So it's all different. Um, but get everything a try. Um, and of course, follow us on all social media sites. Um, links will be down in the description below. Um, have any barbecue questions, let us know. Uh, we will ask those questions here. We will answer them. Um, again, let us know what you what you do with your uh, Thanksgiving Day leftovers. Um, and then, of course, give our stuff a try. Uh, order it. Let us know what you think. Uh, we got some amazing rubs and sauces. We got some coming down. Uh, that we're working on for 2023. So stay tuned for those. Um, like I always say, give our stuff a try because you never know. You just may get hooked. And big taste, big flavor, big Salinas. That's what I got. That's it right there. Uh, of course, if you're in the area, if you're in the colony and you want a good cigar, go to Cigar International in the colony. You can't order from them online, but they are a business here local. The staff is great. Tell them, hey, this is what I'm into. They're going to show it to you and they're going to give you variety. Uh, if you're new into it and you don't know much like myself, they will help you out. I was asking them some questions last night when we were there. I got some cigars. Uh, that I want to definitely want to try. And then, of course, you can go right there. Once you leave the cigar, uh, the humidor, go right next to it. There's a bar in the same building. Go drink some beer. Go drink some wine. Go drink some whiskey, whatever it is that you want, and enjoy the rest of the night. 
uh, with your buddies, with your fans. There was a big old group yesterday. We were watching the Phillies whoop up on the Astros, uh, which it's hard to root for Philly for anything, but uh, not when it comes to Houston. So uh, that's it. Check it out. Cigar International in the Colony. And I'll find them on Facebook or on the web. Uh, but he is right. Like I said, anytime you're out there cooking, especially this season when you're doing with the turkeys, be safe. Be careful. Check your weather to make sure you are prepared for it. And the rain, uh, that way, if you're prepared for rain, if it's snowing, or wherever that, uh, it's whatever kind of weather you're going through, uh, just get that preparation ready so that you can have a good cook. You can be safe and have great food for your family. Uh, and anytime you're doing anything, do it with love, do it with passion. And we will see you down the road. <laughs>